Before we start today's video, I want to let you guys know that Saturday, March 5th in Atlanta, Georgia, we're having our live show and social. Guys, you want to be there. You don't want to miss this amazing experience. So go to roommatesatl.eventbrite.com. Link in the description below. We'd love to see you guys in Atlanta. And let's get back to today's video. You love your man to be confident to to know how to move to know um to command a certain presence in the room but not be loud and not be like crazy you know what i mean like all those little bitty things um for example like one of my favorite movies hits I like you know it. not touching a woman on her her, her shoulders but not touching yeah, on her behind yeah. right like just all those subtle little things friends ask me <laughs> exactly <laughs> and you gotta stay there yeah, yeah, yeah. so like all those things like they matter and yeah. women like really look at that because they that makes a man more desirable. Mm -hmm. Now, like you said, is it one or the other? And we could talk about the women aspect too, because that that goes with mm -hmm. them too. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, now we bought it. Now yeah. we bought it. <laughs> but like that—that's my whole thing. Yeah. I want to be people like, oh, you know, nobody's perfect, and I get that. Nobody yeah. is. Everybody has flaws. Yeah. But I'm trying to be the to like me in terms of just chasing me. I'm trying to be the total package. Yeah. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris the star of the show, baby. Yes, 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 yes. Back in LA. You got the LA shirt on. Oh man, I'm just trying to just, you know what I mean? Be like, be like the, the local. <laughs> <laughs> we back in LA. I'm excited about today's episode because we recorded this episode mm -hmm. last year. And I'm not gonna say jobs were at risk because <laughs> oh, this Lord. episode got messed up. <laughs> But jobs were at risk. Oh, there wasn't man. anybody in, in the table. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. Um, I got I got a brother, man. I'm excited about this guy, man. I really am. Because I think in today's world, there's a lot of emphasis on just what's wrong with men and men who are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. But this guy is a bright example of exactly the way a man should live his life, the way a man should carry himself, and the way a man should walk with God. So, without further ado, please welcome to the show our guy, the one and only Chris King. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? So you're talking about the Chris's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I know. It just, hey, it just works that way. You know? <laughs> Can't I, beat it. My guy, Chris, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great, man. I appreciate y'all uh, once again for having me on, yeah. man. It, it's an honor and a privilege to... Uh, you know, share this platform with y'all. Yeah. So I really do appreciate it. That's dope. So Chris, for those who don't know who you are, can you get a elevator pitch and optics and all that? Elevator pitch. All right. All right. <laughs> it's about to be a long <laughs> elevator. <laughs> all right. So let, let, let's. So first off, my name is Christopher King. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, first thing about me is I'm a Christian. Um, I, I think that's you know a standard I live my life on. I take that very seriously. Um, but through that, God has given me opportunity to do a lot of different things, right? From being an attorney to being an artist to being a trainer to being um, a poet, uh, actor, a model, um, being real estate to be a whole bunch mm -hmm. of author coming up. Hopefully, yeah. um, so I just do a lot of different things. My thing is I want to die on empty, and mm -hmm. everything that God has kind of put inside of me, I, I want this world to get, you know, mm -hmm. before I before I leave this earth. So. 
yeah, man, I'm I'm just a you know uh, a regular guy like everybody else, but just you know God decided to be a little extraordinary. Right? <laughs> ain't nothing regular about <laughs> man said die on empty. I have never heard that before. In my life. Oh, ain't nothing yeah, regular man. about that, brother. Yeah, right, right. It's, <laughs> it's so funny because um, a couple of years ago, back in the 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 the, the olden days, uh, <laughs> there was this girl that I, I reached out to. You know, you know, trying to see what time of day she was on, mm. and you know, she was in a relationship. So okay. at this point. I was getting rejected left and right. No. Oh. And I was like, dang, I was very curious. The kind of girls I like, what kind of guys do they like? Man. So, so I went on her Instagram and I went on her boyfriend's page and I saw um, trainer, actor, singer, <laughs> model, entrepreneur, Lover of Christ. I said, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just like, they're I'm a beat up. I'm, 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 okay. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm Okay, I'm done. I'm I done. ain't got the singing. I can't <laughs> sing <what> I'm <laughs> but hey. I was like, bro, I'm done. So now, man, I think I think it's great because I I really, what I really love the most about your story is that it's very easy to be all those things mm. and then to sacrifice God along the way. Yeah. And I feel like for you, man, you, you cling on so tightly to your walk with God. And I just think that's really admirable because it's, I think it's very hard to be a man who's in the public eye and a man who's, you know, people consider desirable and successful mm -hmm. and then to be young and to be so passionate about walking with God. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's extreme. I think you hit it on the nail, right? Um, I came from a realization really early on that, you know, the Holy Spirit is my superpower. Mm. So none of this that you see in people, man, that, that's not really me. I know who I am without God, right? Mm. And I know who I am with him. And despite what people may see my social media, man, I was a late bloomer in high school. Mm. I wasn't the most popular guy. Yeah. I didn't get the girl that ever, yeah. that I wanted yeah. in high school and stuff not like Chris. that. <laughs> I, I came from humble beginnings in that yeah, ass, yeah. even from football standpoint, right? Yeah. Like I had to grind my way um, to compete with a certain level of athletes and stuff. So I, I never want to get to the point where it's like, oh man, Chris, you doing your thing. It's all you now. Mm -hmm. Never, never. Mm -hmm. um, it's strictly by the Holy Spirit. Um, and then also strictly by the men that God surrounded me with. Um, you know a lot of them. And hey, I'm, I, I guess the more we start talking, mm -hmm. um, we can be in that thing together. But that iron kind of continuously sharpens me, makes me, you know, the man I am today. So, I like I like to hear about the uh, the Holy Spirit. You yeah. know, like exactly what do you mean by like, you know, it had made that much of a difference? Mm -hmm. Can you go into depth more of exactly how that happened in your everyday life yeah, to get yeah. where the Chris is today? No, most definitely. Um, so I guess you can say it started like going transitioning into uh, college. Um, I ended up getting a scholarship to Henderson State University. Um, academic and football scholarship, but like me and one of my best friends, we was like, man, we was focused on the league, right? Yeah, Just yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. I got to do whatever it takes to get to the league. And my whole thing was, I don't, I'm not 6'6", I don't run a 4'2", so I was like, man, what is going to give me a different edge, right? Um, and we came to, to the realization, hey, we're going to eliminate no drinking, no smoking, um, and no sex, mm. right? So we was going to eliminate everything. Um, and use that time to work out, right? Now, as I grew in my relationship with Christ, I understood that the motivation behind that needed to change, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, you know what, God, I got to do this for you. And literally, since the day I gave my life when I was, you know, really younger, um, looking back on it, man, every every season, every situation, I can just feel the Holy Spirit like saying, okay, do this. All right, go this or elevate here or work on that or do this or don't don't touch that, right? And sometimes it's frustrating, yeah, right? Yeah, Especially yeah. being in college and pledging Alpha Alpha and doing a whole bunch of different things. 
Um, sometimes it kind of restricts you, but you look back and you're like, man, God protected me from so many different things. Um, so yeah, he gives me all the talents and the skills, like literally, literally some of my best pieces of artwork and stuff like that, or my best ideas come from when I'm just praying or talking to God and he's like, all right, write this down or do this. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, even my book or the, the art or anything, anything, mm -hmm. it comes from that. So I recognize that and I'm like, all right. I got to stay connected. I got to stay connected because you're the only reason why this stuff is flowing out through me. Yeah. Mm. Man, I like hearing that, but like the thing is, I feel like there's a lot of Christians that are watching this right now. Yeah. And, you know, they know what the Holy Spirit is, but they haven't felt it. They right. haven't heard it. They, haven't, they don't know where God is right now. Like, if you had to give advice to a guy that's like, man, I'm trying to figure out where the Holy Spirit, that voice is. Mm. How how would you tell them or, or give advice to them to, to hear what the Holy Spirit and what God has to say? Yeah, so it's a process, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the Holy Spirit is always whispering to us. He's not loud. He's not going to just like scream in your ear or anything like that. He's going to give you small suggestions throughout your day. Um, and whether you recognize it or whether you hear it, that's going to be on you, right? So it starts, off, it starts off as like, for example, and this is out the blue, he might be like, hey, um, pay for that person Chick-fil-A. And you might have the thought and be like, no, that, that, I don't know what that was. I'm not about to do that, right? And But the more you listen to it and you are obedient with that voice, whatever that voice is telling you to do, the louder it's going to get. The louder it's going to get. And then so when he tells you to do something big like, man, I want you to uh, connect to this person. I want you to reach out to this person or take this job here. You know that's him because you, you've heard his voice a thousand times, right? So like now how I move, I can I know when it's him. And I know when it's just maybe like a thought I had or like, you know, or the enemy for that matter. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so the more you kind of if you seek him, seek his word, get connected to the right people, get in that community um, of believers, you're, you're going to start being able to recognize it. Now, when you recognize it, act on it. Don't don't think about it. Don't try to justify it. Just do it mm -hmm. and trust that. OK, whatever's going to come from it. I know you got my back, right? Because, you know, obviously he wants to see us succeed and thrive and to, to do so many great things. But if we can't be obedient in the small things, how are we going to be obedient when he says, you know, people want to give a million way, a million dollars away. But if you can't give $5 to the person right there that you don't know, it, it, it don't work that way, you know? Hmm. No. So one of the things I thought about even in regards to your story is that I think there's one of the, somebody we had a conversation with a, a couple of young ladies the other day mm -hmm. and they were asking us what would we change about society to make it better oh. and one of the things i said is i i would love to i want the good to be as loud as the bad mm. um i'm not i'm not as much mad that there is bad and i'm not, i'm i'm less about deep platforming the bad and more about elevating the good i'm with that and so I thought about it and I was like, man, I wonder why the good is not elevated more. Mm. And the first thing that came into my mind was that it seems as though from outside looking in, the good is not celebrated as much as the bad. And what I mean by that is that if you're a guy and you're living the way you're trying to live, mm -hmm. trying to follow God trying to be disciplined, trying to be a man of integrity, trying to be all these things. There seems to be one outcome that you get. And then there's the other guys who don't follow God, whatever. Who, who don't, who don't, you know, aren't disciplined, who just do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And then they're getting all this different success. Yeah. And so 
Have you found that to be the case in your life where it's like you see a lot of people who are not living right, but do you feel as though they're 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 gaining so much over you? Yeah, man. Some that's that can hit hard, right? Um, and it and it really hit hard in football for me, right? Because it was like, man, I'm making all these sacrifices, I'm doing all these things, um, I'm not doing this, not doing that, working, getting my grades right, literally doing everything I possibly can do, right? Um, to, to see myself succeed. And then, you know, they had, I'm not gonna name no names, but they yeah. had some guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that would just wild out and do whatever they want. Yeah. And they'll get on the, the field and just make one-handed catches <laughs> and run 90 yards. And just, it just came so natural. And I was like, God, like, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I gotta be like, you know, Deion Sanders on the field, but yeah. come on, give me, like, help give me, me out. Something, something, guy, guy. Hey, give, give me something. Yeah. Um, so, you know, through that process, I, looking back at it, man, like, he protected me so much. And, and it's hard because sometimes you do see the people that are wild now and living and they are succeeding outside looking in, right? Um, but you look back and you realize how much joy you had. You you realize the things that he protected you from. Um, but I think the reason why that's so, you know, you don't see the good things that people do a lot of times celebrating more is because sometimes it's not as attractive. Mm. Right, it's consistency is not always attractive. Mm. Doing the right thing is not always attractive. Living with honor and integrity, um, and de not dying to yourself sometimes, and not always, you know, living out in pride and doing whatever you want to do. Right, yeah. whatever this. I love, man. I hate kind of this thing. When people say, <laughs> follow your heart. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Your heart's not always the best kind of yeah. you know direction to follow. Mm. Right, you have to always say it's principles over feelings. What is your principle that you're living by, right? Not your because feelings is fleeting, yeah. you know, and and that's not that's not going to sustain you um, throughout your life, especially if you're trying to be a Christian or yeah. trying to maximize what God has kind of put in you. Yeah. Um, but it's not really attractive. So mm -hmm. my goal is to make it look attractive, right? Mm -hmm. um, make it look like, hey, this a man that's doing this, 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 but still looks the part, yeah. right? And still is sexy and still can do all these different things, and yeah. it's like. And, and show young men, especially black men too, yeah. it's possible, right? Because when you see something that's possible, then you're like, all right, bet, I got it, right? Mm -hmm. Hmm. You boy trying to be the example. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm yeah. trying to be the standard. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I like it. I love it. I love it. No, I love that because I think to me, that's, that's like the next level of everything, obviously, we're trying to do with the standard, everything we're trying to do with the roommates, but we really need more of that mm. um and and man bro i really feel like what you describe is one of the reasons why people don't want to do good yeah and i thought about it i was like yo imagine if men felt like i could go to the streets and be successful or i can follow god and be successful mm. and both paths I clearly see it and I can achieve both of them. Yeah. If you really had the choice between heaven or hell, most people cho would choose heaven, mm. right? But the reality, but the challenge is that a lot of people think they can't get there. Yeah. This is which is why they need the examples and the men to show them, hey, this is how to achieve these things at hand. But I love the word that you described and, you know, I, I didn't. I wasn't expecting to get here this early, but <laughs> we're taking it this word. But attractive, yeah, is being good attractive? 
And I think that's one of the things that causes a lot of men to not do good. Yeah. Because I just know, especially from the women's perspective, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the the being a good man, a lot of times is not being incentivized. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break from this week's episode to talk to you guys about our amazing new sponsors over at Shortform. Guys, you know part of the leveling up process is that you have to become educated. You have to improve your mind because a man with a powerful mind is a powerful man indeed. So the amazing thing about Shortform is Shortform allows a lot of you guys who are not the most apt at reading to be able to get amazing summaries of books. So this includes books that you may be interested in reading, books you've read in the past, or simply books that you just want to get more information about. So go to shortform.com slash roommates get your five-day free trial of short form i'm telling you you guys will love it remember one of my favorite books is 12 rules for life by dr jordan peterson and i'll be honest with you guys that book is a bit of a dense book but the main thing about short form is it gives you an amazing summary of the book before you read it so you have a better understanding of it go to shortform.com slash the roommates sign up today start leveling up your mind and let's get back to this week's episode and that's unfortunate, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I don't want to blame it on social media yeah. and, and you know everything Chris like that. Right? <laughs> I'm definitely gonna blame it, <laughs> right? But I mean, because that's that's all you see, yeah. Right? Um, especially as black man, hey, this guy cheated on his wife. This guy did this, or this guy's beating his wife, or he's not this or that or that, or and it's always negative, negative, negative. But um, you rarely see you know men that are doing it right, right? Um, and, and something that, that always holds, you know, um, something like a goal of mine is man, like when I get married, I'm not going out like, cheap. I'm not going out that way. Yeah. I'm come hella how I'm not going out that way. And I'm not saying I'm going to be perfect or anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that way, yeah, no, mm -hmm. no. But even then with that is, you know, y'all both athletes, y'all can understand this. It's training, yeah. right? If you, if you're training and you're working on that bench, when that pro day comes, you'll be able to knock it out like that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to knock out 225 if you've never been working yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. So when you get married and you say, I do, it's not just going, your, 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 your mindset, yeah, your, your, yeah. the way your lifestyle is not going to just automatically change. Yeah. You have to work at that. We're creatures of habit. Yeah. Um, so when you're intentional about how you live and honor and integrity um, with everything you do, whether it's a podcast, whether it's your job, whether it's your family, your kids, whatever, if you can live by that standard and on mm. all those aspects, man, you're, you're gonna you're gonna start seeing those results. Mm. Man, I had the crazy thing is I had a completely different experience in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was the the good prototypical good guy, yeah. and that was popular. You know, really? like okay. I wasn't the bad guy, wasn't yeah. the super athlete. I was the nerd that just happened to play sports. Mm. I have a that, question for you. I'm sorry to cut you off. Were you popular with all? ethnicities yes of, of of women yes or was there like a specific group who liked you the most i would say i would say i was really <laughs> if i had to rank it was probably well shoot, he, was the, man. he was the man he was the man i remember you telling me that i remember you telling me that before i remember you telling me like with 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 a certain group of women i wasn't the most popular guy with certain group of women okay. yes 
that doesn't mean I wasn't top five in that certain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hope I ain't been like one of you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And, I, yeah. and even with if it was Hispanic women, I wasn't number one. If it was a white woman, I wasn't number one. If it was a black woman, I was number one. I was top five in all three of those for sure. Amen, brother. You know, so it like the whole like prototypical, like you had your bad boys, you mm-hmm. know, the, the guy that, you know, didn't go to school, you know, the, the thug that can beat up everybody, or you know, the <laughs> athlete that just super supreme on the field. They got women, but right. I still got women too. Right. You know, and I won prom king. Mm. So when I got okay. to like college, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to <laughs> college and like even out of college looking at social media, I'm like, man, you do see that the bad boys are winning. But when I was in my experience, the guys that were, you know, still good students mm-hmm. still had women. Yeah. They still were, they still like all my friends, like Hobbies would tell you, like, he had to change my perspective on like guys not even getting women. Because mm. all my guy friends around me. All had women of their own. Yeah. None, none of those guys struggled. It, he was the one that was like, nah, actually, the guys out here, most of them are not getting women. So, I, okay, I got a question, though. Here I we think go. There's a difference. Is there a difference in getting women and getting the woman the woman that you want? Right? Now, because getting women, I, I think if you're a guy that's doing certain things, you're going to get women. Yeah. Like, they're going to be attracted to you. Yeah. But getting the one you want, because mm. I think that's a little, that's a little different. I mean, there's always a hierarchy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, now, have there been times in the lives where they did get it? Yes. Now, there is, how can I put this? They never had a struggle with women. Okay. Our conversation was men struggling to get one woman, two women. <laughs> gotcha, and gotcha. I was just like, how are these how? guys struggling? Yeah, yeah. In my world, they, man, they, I, they, they doing more damage than me. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm actually just doing them a favor. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. So I'm like, so like if I put it in context, like what you just said, like, yeah, it's always the top two, three girls. They, you know, they go after that, the highest of the highest of the right. guys, even though they want them too. But shoot, they still did well in the seven to eights in the world. <laughs> no, feel, Very feel, well. Feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. No, and, and so the reason why I asked you that question was because I think like being, and I'm curious to your the difference. When did you start in high school? When did I start? What you mean? In football. School? Oh, I was started playing football in seventh grade. Sorry, when did you start? Like, oh, a starter right. in high school, junior, junior. What about you? In the senior, like junior, beginning of senior. To be honest, because okay. junior was kind of up and yeah. down. So mostly senior, to be honest. When, Sophomore. Okay, that's mm. what I think the difference was. Yeah, that probably. I think you guys are running the school <laughs> at a very young age. Yes and no. Okay. I mean, it was only it was only. It was probably three, maybe four of us that were sophomores playing on varsity. Okay. Yeah. And though like they been had girls before they even got varsity. Gotcha. You know, so it's like those are the top top guys in my class that were getting women regardless if they play football or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because they were just the the cool my high school different. Yeah. I, I, I feel like my high school might have been a little well, wait, different. What um state? Houston, Texas. Texas. Okay. But you know, okay. so I, I feel like your your friends from what I got from your friends and what shaped your experiences that I feel like you guys were like the head of the school. I feel like you guys the same like the, like the way people view you guys in channel view. Yeah, you guys were so dominant in the school. Yeah, our class was very impactful. Yeah, I would say that. Like yeah, we yeah. had we different like like as sophomores we it wasn't like we wasn't as cool as the seniors or we could like it was just school. You know, yeah. it wasn't like no hierarchy. It wasn't no like no. Like, oh, y'all get y'all sophomore behind. Like, it wasn't like they respected us. That's weird because, like, my class, we were like, not that we were bad, we were just the underdogs. Because the people before us, 
they like my brother's class and stuff, they were like everybody knew them, right? Yeah. And the people behind us, they were just crazy talented, right? Yeah. Mm. So like us, we kind of was like in between. Mm. But looking back at it, I ain't gonna say we was the most successful, but we had we have a whole lot of success just coming out of our class, yeah. right? Um, so that was kind of interesting because we was yeah. like I said, me, I was a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer, right? Yeah. I didn't really start coming into my own. Like until senior year, yeah. right? So it's crazy when people like see me on social media, be like, "Oh man, you got it, you got." It. I'm like, "Man, yeah. oh no, it's like this yeah, now. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. don't get it twisted." But um, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Here. It's very interesting. Like yeah. like different like because I feel like people high school it really shaped their life and perspective. Uh -huh, and I had a completely. And I was like, man, I enjoyed high Especially school with women, man. Yeah, I bro. enjoyed that, it. That, that one experience, bro. Oh, because man. I really, I really think what what I've come to realize. Is that your foundational years sets up how you view the world moving forward? Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of people's beginnings they can't overcome the beginnings in good or bad ways. Yep. So if like if you had like great experiences, now it kind of creates this multiplier where it gets even better and better mm -hmm. and better. But then when you have bad, it's also multiplier where it can get worse and worse and worse. Right. So I think to me, I love this part of the conversation because. I do agree with a point where there are guys who are like, I'm doing, I'm a good guy and I'm doing really well in my, in my area mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because a lot of guys have a lot of things going for them who are like, like guys like Chris. But then I think sometimes when you get to like bigger, bigger ponds. Yeah. So when you get to college and adult life, that's when you see the disconnect between, okay, in my hometown, when I was a good guy playing this role, I got a lot of love. But now, in this wider demographic, mm. all of a sudden things change. That same hundred percent. I mean, oh, yeah. college was a whole different experience. Like yeah. I had a good experience in college, but you could see that these guys wasn't really popping like that in high school, right. and they was taking advantage of like they needed that in college. Uh -huh. And I was sitting back like, man, I, I was. Y'all got yeah, it, bro. Like, yeah, it's too right. much work to be trying to do all these women be all popular. Yeah. But it was it it was a complete. And nowadays with social media and TikTok and what's going on, I don't know what they got mm -hmm. going on yeah. in high school. Yeah. I'm praying for them. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. need it, brother. It's yeah. a challenge. It's yeah. a challenge. Yeah. 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 No, I feel that. Yeah. So I, I and so and so to me, I think part of that conversation. Huh. Let me see where do I want to take this. Cause I want to stay here because I feel like I feel like I'm very curious. I'm going to ask Chris and I'm going to ask Chris. Chris. <laughs> if the best guy is a 10, do you feel like the best good guy is also a 10? A good, like, like by good, I mean like typical good guy, following God, you know, not doing any of the extra stuff, you know, discipline, structure, being kind and respectful. Yeah. Do you feel like as though, like in the, in the eyes of the world and in the eyes of women, uh-huh. He's equally as valuable as the guy who's has everything from the outside looking in as like the worldly ten, but has none of the values and principles. It's, it's like a deceptive yes, right? Mm -hmm. So like, it depends on what what's valued, mm -hmm. right? A lot of those qualities in the good guy that you just said that are hidden that you can't really see, they're not valued until for the majority of women until you've had those experiences of a guy that doesn't have that, mm -hmm. right? Then you're like, man, I need a guy. Like all that worldly stuff is cool, but I need a guy that's gonna love me, a guy that's gonna be honorable, that's gonna do what he's gonna, that said he's what he's gonna do, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
And usually that's not something that's just like immediately like attractive to mm. a guy, right? Yeah. Because how do you show that? You can't really show that until you like really get to know a person. And all the flashy things is with the other guy. Mm. So if you're looking at all the flash, you're going to be like, oh, this looks like a prototypical good guy. And there's, I think there's a difference between a bad guy, a good guy, and like a really good guy, right? Because I think a lot of people, and just men and women both, right? You could be like a good guy, but you're just not as bad as the bad guy. You're not really good, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're not really just, you're yeah. not a whore. Like, you know, you're not going to leave a girl just stranded, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that don't mean you're necessarily a good guy, mm -hmm. right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think, I don't think it's valued until those women had those certain experiences. Um, mm -hmm. Or unless they've been taught it mm -hmm. from from like a, a you know from their yeah. upbringing and stuff. I agree with that. I mean, yeah, it's just it's clear today popularity wise, you see who who gets popular. But yeah, like I know you had the experience, you know, like women, like man, I wish I would have. <laughs> bring it back memories. <laughs> yeah, they they, memories, they, they come back around, you know, yeah. like like. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not gonna say no names. <laughs> yeah, I already know. Let's just say, let's just say, and, and I'm thankful for this. Like every. Every level that God has allowed me, God has allowed me to get to, I've always elevated. Now I've never been like the top dog, like in high school or college or law school or anything, but I always competed. And every different level, I was like, all right, let me excel, let me excel, let me excel. Mm -hmm. So like some of the girls, like you know, from high school or, or college that you know, just wasn't really feeling me. Yeah. It's a different story nowadays. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm you know, I'm never yeah. gonna say I told you so or nothing, yeah, but. Yeah. You know, yeah. your assessment skills back in the day yeah. weren't weren't that great. Your assessment, your skills. assessment skills. Nah, that's a big nah, man. I love that because what what I realized. I mean, I, I was I'm even like changing my ideas as we're talking. What I realized is that it's kind of like in a video game where you have like 50 attribute points, mm -hmm. and there's like character, and there's swag. I know where you're going. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So a lot of times, what the bad guys do is that it's really this lack of character because they spend all their time building the swag right so they have the looks the the clothes you know the jewelry the tattoos the stats the stats all the stuff that is attractive from a swag component but they've never really put in the work to build the character right the good guy on the opposite spends all his time to build the character and then he neglects, neglects the swagger. Yeah. So he don't have the look. He don't have the charisma. And so you, so the good guy will see it and he's like, oh, I've done all this work right. to build the character. He's done all this work to only build the swagger. And it seems like he's winning and not me. But what I've seen from your life and Chris, obviously Chris's life a little bit different because I feel like Chris had both of them. Um, but what I see from your life is that when you start building the swagger with the character, danger, undefeated, undefeated, danger. <laughs> danger. and and I, we talked about this before yeah. on on a live. Uh, what'd you call it? You said the uh, romantic, a, a, uh, romantic competency, romantic competency, yes. like the ability to to be a man, you know, of of God and everything like that, but to still have those attributes that women love. Yeah. People can deny it, I don't care if you're a Christian woman or whatever, you love your man to be confident, mm -hmm. to, to know how to move, to know, um, to command a certain presence in the room, but not be loud and not be like crazy, you know what I mean? Like all those little bitty things, um, for example, like 
one of my favorite movies, Hitch. Like, you know, not touching a woman on her her shoulders, but not touching on her behind, right? Like, just all those subtle little things. Friends, ask me. (laughs) Exactly. And you got to stay there. So, like, all those things, like, they matter. And women, like, really look at that because they that makes a man more desirable. Mm -hmm. Now, like you said, is it one or the other? And we could talk about the women aspect too, because that that goes with mm-hmm. them too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we bought it. Now yeah. we bought it. <laughs> but like that—that's my whole thing. Yeah. I want to be people like, oh, you know, nobody's perfect, and I get that. Nobody yeah. is. Everybody has flaws. Yeah. But I'm trying to be the total, like me in terms of just chasing me. Yeah. I'm trying to be the total package. Yeah. So I'm trying to have all those attributes, mm-hmm. right? And and kill it. Like yeah. that's my goal. So I got a question for you. So. In in high school, you said you were the good guy with the good character, not so much of the swag. Yeah. Okay, so then in college, that's when you start developing the swag. Yeah, it started getting dangerous. <laughs> that's what started. Yeah, I, I pledged a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What did you through. do? Like, I, like, like, because people are hearing this. I like, mean, I'm a good guy, good oh, character. Oh, exactly. Okay. What exactly did you do? Because yeah. I have a theory of how it works, but I'm, I'm curious to see what yeah. you did. Yeah, so um, first of all, I got connected. God put some amazing men uh, from Zach to C-Love to Ish to Keneal. Um, what do you mean by men? Like your friends? Yes, okay. friends. Right. Like he put some great men around me that just can sharpen me, right? Um, obviously the spiritual aspect was there, so I was diving into the word and everything like that. Um, he put me in leadership roles, right? That, that tests my, my character to a certain extent, right? Um, the discipline of football, right? Waking up, working out, doing extra work, not just what they was um talking about. Um, and then two, pledging. Pledging Alpha Alpha definitely helped me a lot. Um, not just from a pledging aspect, um, from a time management aspect to be more intentional about your time. Um, but to also like I did a little different, right? So like I wasn't like huge on parties, but like for me, I would like go to a party, you know, take off the shirt, stroll a little bit, and then dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So I wouldn't like be there for the whole time. So like women would start to be like, man, who 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 was that alpha that just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. came in, did his thing, like dipped, right? Yeah, Cause yeah. you know, party scene is not my thing all day. Yeah. So it started making women curious, right? And then I would do like maybe like, you know, one of those like podcast things that they did on stage and stuff. And I'll say a little something and I dip. So you kind of, you got to create this mystery about you. Mm. Right. Um, And then still like be a man of all those things that you're constantly doing. Right. Because now it's going to make women start interest, like be more interested in you. Right. I I think I have a foolproof plan to a certain extent of like how to get women more interested in you. Right. Because I feel like, especially on the college campus for all the college guys, man, it's, Cause it's like foolproof. Like when you first meet a woman on campus or anything, man, don't be like those dudes that just go ask her for a number. Yeah, I'm not saying that that can't that can work sometimes. Yeah. But if you want to be different, just spark up a conversation. Right? It's so easy to have an excuse in college. Right? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, do you know where the library is? It's right? So easy, man. And then you they just, have no excuse in college. No, man. man. And so now you just create a, a conversation out of thin air, and at the end, you don't even ask her for a number. Yeah. You just give her a great conversation to now she's walking away like, man, who was that? that man, we had a great conversation yeah. and we didn't even do nothing. You know you're going to see her again because she's on campus. Yeah. Next time you see unless, her. Unless you go, go to yeah, Houston with 40,000 people. Yeah, 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 I saw this one guy. Well, I never, ever seen it again. <laughs> hey, 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 no. Not in today's side. You, know you know they got social media. Yeah, you can find, yeah, yeah. You can find oh, one no, you can are find nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then the next time, now you have an excuse. Now you can you know kind of break those walls now. 
I feel like every woman, when you know men approach them, they have their guards up, right? And you know they got a lot of dudes that ain't nothing, right? Yeah. Um, but if you can have a conversation to kind of get those walls down yeah. and let her know, man, like I'm I'm a really good dude, and I just want to get to know you, mm-hmm. right? I think it's free game now. I, I think you have that um that opportunity. Yeah, right? I agree with that 100. percent I yeah. think that that mysterious component mm-hmm. in, in you being different from everybody else that was my superpower in high yeah. school. It was super easy, right? Yeah. And also, like I think was what I don't want people to miss is the social aspect. Right. You have to if you, you want it, to. you have to get out there and get better. College is what you make it. If you just in your room all day playing Nintendo, you're gonna have a certain type of experience, right? Exactly. And I'm not saying you got to be like. Out there, you know, there. Blue Mountain State, like going <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man, you gotta you gotta get a little sociable, right? Because you gotta those qualities, like we said earlier, you have to learn how to talk to women. You have to learn how to be confident. You have to learn how to be in certain rooms, yeah. right? You gotta be learning how to operate in it. And I think college is the best place to do that. Yeah. Because what where else can you have women just down the hall and you know what I mean? Yeah. All different types from all different ethnicities, all of different experiences. Practice, yeah, on that aspect. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying go wild or anything. Yeah, no, I think, I think building, I think that's the part where it it caveats the conversation to building both of those skills. Mm -hmm. Um, and to me, I think it's something that a lot of guys, when you, when you see guys who struggle, who are like, oh, nice guys finished last year, you know, oh, good guys don't. When you yeah. see them struggle, you really see they lack all of the the swagger skills, the, the charisma, right. the the style, you know, the grooming, the the sense, you know, all the things that matter. And I think what men realize is what men have to see is the men who come, who continue on that journey of building both and achieve success on the back end. Because what happens is a lot of guys they'll they will they will get to a point where they see the other guys winning mm-hmm. and they're like well let me stop totally Flip. the character and go all swagger and they think oh now that's what's going to cause them to win but they didn't they need to see no the opposite and see the other guys who built the character and the swagger and they're beating yeah the others and 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 so i'm gonna ask you a question i'm gonna tell you I'll tell you guys a story do you feel as though in regards to respect from men and desire from women that there's other guys who are the traditional, you know, the guys, the bad guys. I keep on using that term, but you guys know what I mean. Do you feel as though you can't compete with them in regards to respect from men and and desire from women from those guys? For a quick second, I did. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just growing up and stuff like that. Um, Because like you said, I started looking in, they got the women you wanted, they got all these things. Um, and it really hit me hard uh, when I, you know, made the decision to abstain from sex and, you know, I'm a virgin waiting until marriage. Um, and then being on a football team, being in a fraternity and kind of having the stereotypes and every other dude living, you know, a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it got frustrating, yeah, right? Yeah. Cause it was like, man, I'm trying to do it like yeah. the right way and everything like that. And it was difficult. It, it was really difficult to kind of be like, you know what? You gotta you gotta play the long game, Chris. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, you know, I don't know who my wife is or anything, but I gotta think, you know, God's gonna, you know, add a little more sauce on it for me. You know what I mean? Um, you know, God's grace is sufficient yeah, in anybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. situation. I don't yeah. wanna, you know, say that, but yeah. it's just 
I think, you know, our God is a good God. He, yeah. He's a water yeah. for obedience. Yeah. So I, I got to believe that. And my whole thing is I want God's best. Yeah. But if you want God's best, you gotta you gonna yeah. have to give him your best. Yeah. Right. So right so right now, do you feel like where you're at right now, do you feel as though you can't compete with those other guys? Oh no, I can't. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Uh yes, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. And that's what I think men need to see. Yeah. Going back to what I was saying, the examples. They need to because when you're younger, all you see is the good guys can't compete with the bad guys. So therefore I want to be bad. But then when when men see the as time progresses, no, the good guys, you pass them up to be pass honest. them up, you know, yeah, because eventually all that they have, you have, and all that you have, they don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's now, it's now, and, and then it's harder to get. Oh yeah. Right. Cause it's one getting the swag. You can watch YouTube. You can meet some people and you can learn how to do that. Gaining character, gaining honor. That's that's difficult because now you gotta like look in yourself. A hundred percent. I love that because it's kind of like certain things in life, if you don't do this at the beginning, it's so much harder to get this down pack later. Right. And I and I gave the example about like dieting. Mm. It's so important that people start their fitness journey early. Cause I thought to myself, I said, this one uh man called in. 30 years old, really overweight, and on his fitness journey, this man has never played any team sports, have yeah. never worked out in his life, yeah. and now he's trying to diet and get in shape. I'm like... It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Think about, really our, tough. think about our experience. We grew up waking up in the morning, and there was a coach who told us to do everything, right. who forced us to do everything five times a week mm. for four years. If in college, plus college, it could have been eight years. You were so used to working out. You were so used to training. Lifestyle. It was a lifestyle. Yeah. And you and, and, and then eventually you might have fallen off here and there, but you were always doing it. To where now getting in shape is... You got to start from scratch. Yeah, ooh, no, from, yeah. from nothing at nothing. that age where right. you have so many habits. Yeah. You have so... Like, imagine, like... Squatting for the first time at oh, 30 no. years oh, old. No, you You're never going back I, to the gym. I remember that first time. Yeah. You don't even know how to squat, really. Yeah. You don't. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I thought about that. So there's certain things where it's like, you don't want to be learning that at this age. Mm. And so I thought about even, we had a conversation yesterday with with, um, uh, with Mike, even in regards to the, se the, the sexual discipline component. Mm. So try to learn sexual discipline after you didn't run through the whole street. You went through the whole high school. Yeah. Man. Now you want to upstate? You know, you know? That's tough. And, it's going to be at tough. At 30, it's, and, I, and I, was, I was literally telling you know, my wife, I was like, if I'm being honest, I could not promise monogamy if I would have really been running, if it wasn't for me trying to follow God in yeah. my single, in my 20s, because I would have established so many bad habits where it's, it's it's almost impossible. Yeah. You're used to the lifestyle at yeah, that point. Yeah, used to the lifestyle. And I said, there's no way I could have opened that box. If I would have opened that box, yeah, man, it would have been because I, I just it would have just kept rolling. Yeah, it would have yeah. kept rolling. It would have kept rolling. Yeah. So I got to keep that box mm -hmm. for that yeah. when it's time, right? Yeah. Um, but man, that's hey, that that sexual discipline is hard, but it makes you man, it makes you damn near unstoppable. Yeah, especially as a man, yeah. right? Because it's like you're not swayed by anything mm. you know what i mean like yeah there's gonna be temptations with women but certain women are gonna come and you're gonna be like 
nah, I'm good. Cause you, you've already trained that discipline in yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So when that, and this goes with honor and integrity. So when that person, you know, when that woman tempts you, um, and you got a wife, you're going to be able to be like, no, nah, I'm shutting it down. Yeah. When that, that deal that you know is, is bad comes for opportunity. You can be like, nope, that ain't it. Yeah. Cause you've trained yourself to, to like, you know, have that discipline and that discipline is transferable in every aspect of life. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just hard for men to do it in sexual. Why? Because you're like, you want it. And mm -hmm. Hey, and I'm, Hey, just cause I'm a virgin, man. I, I, I'm a human and man, just like everybody else. Yeah. So I definitely want it, but you know, you have to deny to you. You have to die to yourself to essentially. Mm. So yeah, like for a guy that wants to, you know, have that sexual discipline, even want to start dieting, maybe stop a bad habit or addiction. How you, how long do you feel like the time frame before you like, where you have reached the pinnacle where you got over where it's like, okay, now it's like, it's kind of easier to deny the temptation. Or do you feel like it's really not? You got to consistently say no, no, Can I be no, honest? no. Can I be honest? Of course, please. When I'm 28, bro, it's still hard. Mm. It's still hard, man. It's, it's literally every day battle. So what keeps right? you going? Um, a lot of things, right? One of my accountability partners, um, you know, they, they, they definitely hold me accountable in that aspect. One, just pleasing God. I think that's the, the first off of about it. Um, but two, I know there's a lot of young men that's looking up to me, mm -hmm. right? And I want to show, I'm really focused on showing them like, nah, man, like you can, and I literally, man, a couple weeks ago, man, I had one of my guys I trained, he's in college now and he called me and he was like, yeah, Chris, man. I'm really trying to do this uh, abstaining thing, man. You know, I had an experience and it kind of almost went south, but God's grace. And I really want to like take, and I was like, that's why, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, so that being that example and that, you know, sense definitely um, keeps me going. Um, and also I always had this vision, man, of like, I don't want to like one day walking or whatever, um, see my wife and just be like, oh, I can't get her. Because I didn't do what God called me to do in order to get his best. Now, his grace is still sufficient. I can He can give me a great wife and stuff. But like that one, yeah. I'd be like, man, that was her. Mm. And you just know it, right? And you know, not that you're going to just throw everything away, but you just be like, dang. Mm. Right? So me, man, I got to go for it. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see what God got, you know, yeah. and be like, hey, let's go get it. But it's difficult, man. It's It's, it's a process every day. Just deny yourself and just be like, hey, man, because, hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm not holier thou in anything. I put myself in some bad situations from undergrad all the way, you know, yeah. to my whole life, right? I've I've came, like, really close, like, one move from, yeah. you know, doing that. But it just always was like, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you sure you want to, you know, yeah. kind of make that jump? Because once you cross over, there's no, you yeah. know, God's grace, obviously, but there's no kind of crossing back. Yeah. So, man, I've really been kind of focused on, you know, walking this thing out. I'm, I'm trying to see what the end look like. Mm. Right. Hmm. Think she out here in LA? <laughs> I don't know where she at, man. Yeah. She could be in LA. She could be in Vegas. She could be in Louisiana. I have no, Atlanta. I don't yeah. know. Is there any prospects? In terms of what? Like in terms of dating prospects? In terms of like, I'm taking this girl seriously to be my wife so I can, you know what I mean? Open the box. Literally. Double figure. You the, know what I mean? The, I'm a professional. I'm going to be honest. And I think y'all can, I think Hafiz can definitely appreciate it. Like there's levels to it, right? Yeah. Okay. So like you can date somebody and it could be a great connection. Um, but like, you know, when like a woman can kind of get into that, man, I could wife this woman. 
right? Um, mm. So for a feast, I got a question for you. Yeah, Not yeah. that I'm just yeah, changing yeah. the tables. <laughs> was there like a moment to where you was like, this is it, right? Yeah. Or was it just gradually? So I just thought about something. So I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to say something before I answer your question. <laughs> I really believe... And this is a this is a and this is just all feelings right now. And I'm just rambling and talking as we're doing the podcast. I believe that the the ultimate men, the men who have all three, they're physically attracted to women, they're mostly attracted to women, they're spiritually attracted to women, the trifecta. They're the rarest of the rares. Mm -hmm. Rarest of the rares in the black community. Rarest of the rares, just because unfortunately the way society yeah. has been set up. Those guys know that. Hmm. And those guys are the pickiest. It's <laughs> crazy. Are the pickiest <laughs> of anybody I've ever seen. I feel like you're calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. But to me, it's a pickiness because you understand your greatness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel as though what happens with men like that is because they're so picky, they hold women to very high standards that I don't think women hold themselves to those standards. And we can go down that rabbit hole if you want to, or I can, or can answer your question. Just curious, where do you want me to continue? We need to, we're going back to that. Okay, we we'll go back to that. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, I found multiple, I found four women in my life, five actually, who I considered myself marrying. Five. That's a, that's a, that's a, a good bit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Starting lineup. <laughs> First, never never wanted me. The, thir the third one, I honestly no, wait. What happened to the second one? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This we ain't gonna the second one. That's the first two didn't want me. Yeah, you said the, the first one. one, and then you said the third one. That's the first. I'm sorry, the first two didn't. Oh, want okay. Me. I was about to say, God, I, yeah. yeah. It's not like you said the first one didn't want me. The first two didn't want me. Okay. The third one, I don't know if you remember this girl, Chris. I'm all. Let's you see. don't remember her. We we'll, let's see. I don't know. We might. <laughs> so I I I saw this girl in church one Sunday, and I was like, Yo, that's it. But for some reason, I didn't pull the. I, I didn't have the confidence to pull the trigger. Mm. Mexican night. Oh, I don't remember those. No, yes, hundred percent. Because we, cause we like, that was a like we saw it in church. We was like, whoa. Yeah. It was two of them. Yes. Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those two? And then go ahead. Finish okay. the story. We one of the best nights we ever had in our life was Mexican night. Different story for a different day. Man. We we were there. We were partying Mexican night, and I walked. By, and I was like, that's her from church. And I was like, do you go to, you know, I was so excited. And I brought them over. And I was like, Chris, that's the girl. That's the girl. It was crazy. So I never met her, mm -hmm. but she reminded me of the other two. So okay. I'm, so I, I'm, I'm going to caveat with that one. The fourth one, <laughs> the fourth one, initially, I didn't think that was my, she wasn't my type initially. Okay. But I grew to like that type. And now it's one of my secondary types. Different serve a different day. But <laughs> it is what it is. It's funny. So with, with my wife now, mm. she fit the first three. When I saw her, I was like, that's it. But I but I needed to see the inside. 
because the because the last couple girls I dated they didn't have the inside to match, match it. it. So I was um, a guy who I I asked for three things. I said, I said I need the body and the beauty. Important. I need I need and very was, important. That was one thing. Body and beauty was one. Hey, that was we we here we here I, on that. I was like God. I I need it. I need it. <laughs> Not a want. Right. I need it. Yeah, for I, need my, it. I need it. I literally, it's a biological, the way people need air and water. I need those two things. Yeah. I need them. Second thing, I said I need a woman who can persevere through difficulty. Because mm. I am a difficult person to deal with, Chris. <laughs> Ask Chris. <laughs> I'm difficult. And I, and, I'm, and I love people who are graceful to me. But a lot of women in my past would cut me, would one and done me. One mm. and done me. I've um no I'm rambling and answering this question a long way, but ninety five percent of girls I've ever talked to, I've only talked to them for less than a month. Ninety five percent of them, ninety percent probably a week or two. They just Ooh. never gave me second the chances. Grace, yeah. Never. Whether I was awkward or I was just so I needed that, and then I needed somebody who pursued the Lord. Um, so those are the three things I said. God, you give me those three, I, we can work. <laughs> so. I needed to see her pursue the Lord. And mm. I think it was maybe month four, month four of dating. And I saw her get really serious mm. about pursuing God. Yeah. I thought it was over. That's a long story short of answering your question. Yeah. So initially when I first saw her, I was like, that's exactly what I want. I want that making model, but I needed to make sure the engine was, you know, had the right. horsepower that I needed. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> No, but it's. I mean, I, I think you hit it on the head, especially like with the the the, the analogy you kind of said before that of just like, you know, that kind of man being extremely picky and holding women to a high standard. Um, that sometimes you know most women don't right, and and that's what makes it so hard sometimes, right? Because I have I have some pretty high expectations for my wife, right? Um, pretty high <laughs> but it's just like i don't know like I, I look around and i and i see you know what i don't want right um and i'm trying to to do all these things in my life and, and live with a certain way and a certain standard and i want my wife to kind of be a reflection of well she is your wife your your, your partner whoever that is is going to be a reflection of you right and i take that very seriously i think your partner your wife is the second biggest decision of your life. Mm -hmm. It can either make your destiny or it could break it. Yeah. So that's that's serious to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I don't I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly at all. And what I what I've noticed is going back to that point, when I said women women don't uh, how can I put it? Women don't build themselves in a way that matches those guys. Mm. Because what I've noticed from guys like you couple other friends that we have same thing that we talk about like the swagger and the character oh uh, we a man wants woman who's both of those things yes yeah a lot of times you find women are either or <laughs> bro you, you preach bro that's true man. no that's it's, really no, it's true real, man real. and it's man i talk to zach about this all the time my boy byron it's just sometimes like it's like you got to choose, right? It's like either this woman that's on fire for God and she loves the Lord and she's a Christian, but she don't really look the part, mm -hmm. right? Or gorgeous. I mean, phenomenal, right? Yeah. Athletic, all that great stuff. Yeah. And then she don't have like no type of like spiritual maturity at all, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, and I make TikToks about it all the time. <laughs> but it's just that's it's like you gotta you gotta compromise on one of them. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I need both. Now, last conversation we had, you did say something and it, and it really stuck with me. You was like, man, I don't necessarily need my woman to be exactly where you are spiritually. Yes. And I was like, the more the more you said it, I, I was just thinking about it, I was like, that makes sense. You're gonna leave. You're the leader. Right. And and I've always was like, man, I need a woman that can that we can go like up, 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 toe to up toe with. with. Yeah. But as long as she's willing to follow and willing to learn and willing to grow, obviously you have to be at a certain level mm -hmm. of foundation. But as long as you have that, looking over it now from my past experiences and what like, you know, just the information I'm getting. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Mm. So, so you like, sound like you're leaning more towards the, she can look the part and I can work her way to the To a certain extent. Okay. Hey, we got to be on a certain yeah, level I got you. now. I got you, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she gave me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel that way? Do you feel as though you see a lot of a disconnect between, you see ones with all the swagger, but no character in the ones with a lot of character lack the swagger? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely that's that's that, when you talking about Christianity spiritually. Yes, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Like, cause they either so far on the spiritual side, where they automatically feel like they more spiritual than you just because they a woman. We ain't even gotta go down. Yeah, yeah, you gotta marry them after the first day. Yeah, yeah. it's like low. So and then it's somewhere. It's like yeah, it's like okay, I see what you got going on, but there is no God in there at all, and <laughs> no. you gotta have some kind of God in there. You know, yeah, right. you know. So yeah, it's it it is a dilemma. You know that those guys be having like where it's just like man, who, what do what do I choose? Who do I pick? And, you know. And I hear the same for women too, right? Like you, you see the Christian guy, the good guy or whatever. And yeah. like you said, he's awkward. Yeah. He don't know how to do this. Yeah. He's like, so, and then you got the guy that, yeah. that has all that yeah. sex appeal and all this stuff. And he just, he can't lead your spiritually with nothing. hundred so, percent. Yeah, that's true. They do yeah. have that problem too. And yeah. and so I want to, I want to stay with what Chris said. I think that was a good point. That's where. I the first two girls that I thought like I was like I could marry yeah. they had both. Mm. I seen one. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I, I mean I, I I question their character, but oh yeah but, yeah, but, yeah. Look at, yeah, but anyways, yeah. 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 <laughs> so they had both, and but there was questionable things that they got by having both. Mm. There you go. So yeah. he questions her character because she was very arrogant, extremely arrogant because she knew. She, she was, was at. The, she was a. She gym. knew, right. and she and she would like use her powers, oh, man, yeah. and like she would. Oh, it, it's yes. not. It's, it's not like intentionally leading somebody on, but she knows that I am wife material, yeah. and I can play with your head, yeah. and I, and she's doing it. Yeah. That's dangerous. That's your yeah. character yeah. flaw. I don't care yeah, yeah, what anyone. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. Character flaw. So oh, so yeah, she definitely had character. She definitely had character issues. Um, but you know, this what the first one. <laughs> the first one was legit. The first one was so legit. I, when I moved to Dallas in 2014, I met a guy just out of random mm. from one of my friends, and then all of a sudden we're hanging out. Mind you, I lived in Atlanta. First time I ever lived moving to Texas. His phone, um, uh, um, he gets a text message. Her name pops up. That's a sign. That was a sign. God was telling you. Something. I was like. <coughs> that, that can't be the same one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and next next thing I know. We started talking, and he's interested in her too. But I was, I was done talking to her at this point. I, I ain't giving up. And I met him. I was like, "Dang!" Then I met this dude in, from Chicago. Oh no! <laughs> Literally from, from Chicago. 
the windy yeah. city. And then I was talking to him one day, and he was, and then figure out he was trying to shoot at her too. I was like, bro, she making rounds around <laughs> the world, and she's not like she's not smashing these dudes. Right. They just, she's just that dope that when dudes be seeing them, they be trying to, they trying to, they trying to cash it. They trying to cash shit. That's an interesting like conversation too, like the dynamic or the competition, like in dating, yeah. right? Um, that's that man. That, that's interesting. That's yeah. different, right? Yeah. Everybody's not built for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have those elite people that's yeah. at the top, they yeah. can kind of yeah. <clears throat> All right, let, let's see what you got. Yeah. That's true. Cause like like the elite part of it, like man or woman, if you're elite, they will drop all the bull they got going on. The other people they talking to just to be with that elite person. Mm-hmm. And you can like like how she said, you've seen that in her life. Yeah. And like I said, the the mm-hmm. the thirty seconds I talked to, her, I was like. I see what she's doing. I yeah, see, yeah, I was like, yeah, I see yeah, what's yeah, going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I got a question. Yeah, here yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, so we talking about like the elite women at the top. Yeah, for, yeah. So for the most of the guys that I'm yeah. sure follow y'all page and everything like that, how do you get that woman? So let's finish my story. First, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. First, with the first one, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. She, she some she told me last time I saw her. True enough story. I met her in 20, 2009. Okay. Became a Christian 2010. So the change of the decade, that's when I met her in 20. I met her December 2009. Became a Christian 2010. So she was like, it's a crazy story. I'll tell you later. I don't want to waste the time here. <laughs> Last time I saw her, December 20, 2019. 10 years. Okay. 10 mm. years later in December mm. in Dallas. I met her in Atlanta. Mm. So it was it was a crazy story. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, man. She messed up. <laughs> I'm not getting lied to you. Wait, I don't want to say too much if I cut this part out. But let's just say elite didn't meet elite at the end of the story. But it is. It is what it is. But somebody fell off. Yeah. Not her. I'm saying that in regards to what she got. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, when it was time to cash out. Yeah. You, know what uh, you, didn't, you didn't buy the house. That's what I'm saying. I she didn't time the market right. Yeah. Now, her stock was here, yeah. but she cashed okay. in here. But you could have been. No. That's, right. is, yeah, that's but, true. But. Anyway, <laughs> with the elite women, I believe a whole, I'm not saying this is fact. I'm telling you what I feel. Mm-hmm. I believe elite women are made. They don't, they don't exist. I like that. I, I like that. I believe elite men, because of how we are, I believe elite men exist. You. Okay. Stefan. Chris. I consider you guys elite because of you building those things, the swagger and the character and the leadership skills. But for women, if you ask me, I don't think they exist. So I think you have to make them Mm. the way Zach did with Joelle, um, the way I did with my wife. And so I, I believe that you got to find this. This is me. You can't teach looks. You can't teach body unless you're doing plastic surgery. That's that was my first thing. I can't teach body unless you're doing plastic surgery. Yeah. Like there's certain things, especially for me, I'm a boob guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? You can't grow them without plastic surgery. Right. Just it's just biologically not possible. Right. So to me, <laughs> so to me, I realized that I need the look. I, I, yeah. I need a look. It is what it is. Give me this mold. And if you're teachable, I will work with you. You have to have a background. So it's complete transparency. 
when I met my wife, she was not worried about like not into religion at all. Mm -hmm. That was her thing. No, no, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. But she was she wasn't closed off. She was just hurt from it. Oh, okay. I was able to see past it. But that was one of the things where I was like, man, this girl is everything. But that's one thing that I need. I need and I cannot compromise. I I tried before. I can't compromise here. But in time, what I loved the most was she grew on her own. Mm. Because one thing for a woman to change to keep you you. happy, keep you happy because of you. But that's deep down not who she really is. And then right. eventually you can change back or feel like, oh, you were controlling or me. From it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you made me this person, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear none of that. <laughs> so, so to me, I saw her change. And then I was like, yo, that's that was a sign to me that she's my wife. Mm. If you're able to follow the mission that God has for me I on your own, that's what showed me that you are meant to be my wife. I love that. So I think in regard to the elite women, I have less of an expectation for a lot of things and I can see them being taught. So I meet a lot of girls today who I'm like, bro, I know if on paper, she's not elite from a character spirituality perspective, mainly spirituality, but it's because she's been around the wrong men and she hasn't been led in the right direction. But I know if you get the right guy, and mold that bro yeah no so i i agree with that 100 percent. and me and my boy byron talk about it too it's about because we're called as men to cultivate our wives cultivate our homes right and we say all the time like no woman's a 10 mm-hmm. she might be a nine but you have to cultivate that one whether it's spiritual whether it's whatever aspect yeah. you have to make her better and it should work vice versa too yeah. i mean she gotta you know add to you too but you're gonna mold her you're gonna teach her you're gonna lead her in certain aspects that's gonna make her like you said, that that woman. So I, hey, I, I love that, and I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, that has changed my perspective on yeah. like what I look uh, from my last conversation yeah. on like what I look for. Because sometimes you know I could be a little, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a little picky, extreme, yeah, yeah, a little extreme, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, But with that, I kind of understand. I'm like, all right, it's it's your job. Because even then, like if your wife falls off, not you specifically, but if your wife falls off and start gaining pounds, that's a reflection of you. Either you can be like, hey, baby, let's go work out. Let's go get better at this. If she's not good in finances, all right, baby, let me teach you how to do Like, you cultivate your wife, yep. right? So to become the woman that you kind of envision her to be. Not that you're changing her, but you're making her better. Um, and as men, if we can do that, man, I think, man, I think we're unstoppable. I have a question for you. If you, if you met a woman who was not in good shape to the shape that you <laughs> like... You got you got a caveat that yeah, you got a caveat I mean, that, that. That's a that's a very broad uh, spectrum. But let's say if it's not horrible, <laughs> okay, but it's okay. not ideal. Okay, could gotcha. you be patient enough to wait for her to to work out and get in shape to do what you like? Um, if I'm already attracted to her, what her current shape is, well, you're you're kind of <laughs> like you can you like, can. I'm, am I good? But it can be better, yeah. or is it like? Eh. If I'm not good, but if she gets better, then I'll be good. Which one? In between those two. <laughs> You're making it tough. It's, that's tough. That's like, be honest with you, to put all of my attention on that, probably not. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if she changes over the time, then yeah. it's like, okay, that makes sense. But like, if I'm going to start and just be exclusive, I have to be attracted to her fully because you don't want the temptation of other women yeah you don't want that but i think you also got to look at like 
than tangible things, right? So like her work ethic, um, is she yeah. disciplined? Because if you have those those qualities, mm-hmm. and your body may not be ideal, but if you have those qualities, it's, it's no thing. All you gotta do is apply it here, yeah. right? If you don't have those qualities, and your body's not here, yeah, that's that's a little that's a little more challenging. And, and the reason I said that is because we have to be a hundred percent honest. As men, it's not either or, but it has to be this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly. It's what like you mean. it's not be. it's not beauty or character, but I, there has to be beauty. Me and Zach argue about this because <laughs> Zach Zach's like. What's more important? What's more important? And I'm like, no, bro. It's it's both. It's both. Yeah. It has to be both yeah. because if there's not not attraction there, if the beauty's not there, we're just gonna be sister, brother, and sister in Christ. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's yeah. what it's that's gonna that, be. That, that, yeah, you right? cannot you cannot be, be in a both. committed relationship and you're not there attracted. To I'm not. And, and, there's no <laughs> way. And what, and what Chris would t- say no also is that then it's harder. Uh, um, Chris and a coffee Anderson, shout out to coffee. Shout out to coffee. Said it's harder as well to be faithful exactly when you know deep down inside there's other women that you find more attractive than your woman and they hitting you up man man y'all no, you on so so bet so do you think because I, I have this theory i think the vast majority of people settle in in, in those areas right 100%. so like you'll be like yes. oh she's a good pick like my whole thing is man if you're a man and you're not man this woman is Mind blowing. She's amazing. She's the best woman. She makes me better. If you're not looking at your wife like that, why are you getting married? Yeah, 100%. If she's just a good pick and you're just like, I can okay. make it work. Because when those temptations come, yeah. they're going to come. They, and they will and come. No, they and will come. It's going to come because the devil's smart too. Oh, yeah. It's going to come with the women you really want. Oh, and yeah. the women you like, man, this woman is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And she hitting me up now. Yeah. But if you don't, that's and that's why maybe my standard, my expectation, because I want to be like, Almost upset, not like upset, yeah, you know. Yeah, what I mean? But I gotta yeah. be like crazy about my woman to be like, you don't want to have. I don't care if Beyonce is walking by. 100%. I'm, I'm on you, and yeah. that's it. You gotta have. See, the thing is, like those guys that do settle, I believe that they are okay with adultery. I honestly, I think they'll they'll justify in their head. Why do you think we see it so much nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they don't want to have that conversation, brother. They don't, they don't want to have that, don't conversation. Want to have that conversation. No, and I love what Chris said because. The way I thought about it, if and, and remind you, all this is based upon on the premise of you being an elite man, right? What right, I found right. so far on the internet is a lot of respectfully average, leaning below average, above average, good enough guys are thinking that they're having Chris problems. We ain't talking about those <laughs> Chris problems. We're not talking about respectfully. I'm being serious. This, this level, we're talking about elite men, men who are obsessed with being the best physically, emotionally, and spiritually. The best. Yeah. The best. Top top tier, all three, and financially, obviously. Right. <laughs> so what I what I realized is that that kind of man, he really, for him to be faithful, like Chris said, unless unless he's in his mind just bent on cheating. Yeah. He needs to truly his wife needs to be what he likes. Mm. And I think you have to you have to have that because also you have to focus. If you got purpose, you got businesses, you got stuff you got to do, you have to remain focused. Right. And if you if you know you're not attracted to your girl like that, you going your focus going to be somewhere else. One right. of, one of, I love what you said. I'm be honest with you, it's a separate conversation. I love beautiful women. 
it gives me life. It just get I I enjoy. Hey, it. I'm right there with you, my brother. I God knew it. what he was doing. It gives. God knew what he was doing. It gives me life. I, I, reading a chapter about the way of superior man, it gives me life. So I I I, I remember one time I see a girl. I'm like, man, this girl is that girl's beautiful. Man, body that that mug's on point. Then I come home and enjoy marital benefits, and I'm like. This is just even it's even, better. Even, it's better. Like and so what <laughs> and so what happens is like when I come home, I can see all those girls and I come home and then it's like dang. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and I can only imagine the feeling of coming home doing, you know what I mean? And then and being then, like, dang, I wish I was wish, old girl. Oh man, that would be tragic. And so I really believe for the rest of your life. A, a benefit. Oh that's wild. Bro. I don't know why guys do them to themselves like that. So I truly believe yes, God. If you are a guy who my, I want to pivot is call is call, accepting the call to greatness mm. in all aspects, you definitely need that kind of woman. And unfortunately, I'm and uh, and I hate to sound so bad, but unfortunately, a lot of women don't realize you just you don't you don't meet those qualifications. And I was watching this video of this woman. Who was crying about how I want to show you see the video before. You uh-huh. see a video about this girl crying about how um there's no she can't find a, a man and all this stuff. I might have. I might have uh, I haven't seen one. I'll, I'll show it to you later. But all she right. was crying about she can't find a man. And you know, she felt like she was a great woman. And why can't you know she find a great man? And, th- and my, as my sister said it to me, and this sounded bad, but I was like, you know, she, She's good. Mm. I don't think she's great because I thought about. It, I said honestly, the great guys I know, she don't. She don't have that it factor from a beauty component. Mm. You see where I'm going here? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm, yeah. no, no. So I'm, I'm like, you. so I see a lot of them upset. Where I'm like, yo, that kind of guy, he's a pickies of the picky. He gonna be picky. Your friends might call you beautiful and this, that, and the third, and I'm not denying that. But I'm being honest with you. When it comes to this level right here, if you want these guys right here, it's a whole different game. Especially with guys, because we look at the we're very visual. Yes. So we look at that physical aspect. Yes. Like and so seriously. I, I've I've seen that disconnect as well because a lot of a lot of those women feel like they're qualified for those guys. I'm just like, you don't realize how the beauty demand that they have. And they it's not even that they have, they need to have it yeah. to be faithful as well as to be happy. And yeah. I'm sorry, it sounds it seems shallow, but this is I truly believe how God made it. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for women to to really accept what you're saying, especially with social media, because they gonna they see average looking chicks with elite men and they feel like they can have that and deserve that as well. So when that, they add that's, that, that's not that's the exception. I, right, I was, that, I'm that's saying, yeah, not the rule. I agree with you. Right. In their world, they're not trying to hear that, Chris. Right. And <laughs> and to what Chris said, it's the exception. And my question always is, what does the second wife look like? You know what I mean? The second wife. Yeah. Not not the wife when you were broke. Not the <laughs> wife when you were just starting that's off. That's a good point. Not the wife when you were on level one. Jeff Bezos. Good example. There's a, I think you look at almost everybody <laughs> in that industry like... What does the second yeah. one look like? Because that's what you really wanted. Man, that's that's crazy when you think about it. And they're usually completely different. Completely different. Completely. Man. 
That's what because no, that's, that's really that because Chris's point. I've truly I've seen so many guys who they kind of settle at when they're younger, mm-hmm. then they level up, then they get access to what they really want. So they either cheat or they'll cheat. You know what I mean? Right, like right. because now you have that access, and that's really what you wanted. So as a guy, obviously you have to figure out a way to you know have a healthier ha- appetite. Mm-hmm. But once you if you really want that type, you gotta kind of get it. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. You got <laughs> you got you got to get it. And and I want to encourage all the the guys that if you if you are on that like path, man, you know there might be some waiting that comes oh, involved with it. No, there, there will be waiting. No, <laughs> people don't realize I didn't get my first girlfriend until 28 years old. First girlfriend because. Man. I, all the girls I wanted, I was not good enough. Yeah. I wasn't an elite level guy. And it wasn't, and it was literally the grace of God and Corona that <laughs> got me my wife today. Right. Like it takes a lot of weight. If you're going to be that picky, like, like uh, out of a hundred guys in the room, <laughs> I'm right there with you. The, I was 28. <laughs> out of a hundred guys in the room, how many of them are like you in the same category overall? If you're if you're if you're uh, 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 as a man, I mean, I don't know, like five. <laughs> what about you? Hundred guys. How many of them are in the same category as you? Honestly, yeah, none. There so, you go. So with that being said, you got to think about it. If you're that rare in a room, your woman is that rare in the room. You won't be picky, right? And sometimes that process of weeding out and, and talking to certain and finding that he finds the white. They love saying that. But finding that woman might take some time, and that's a, and that's and to reality. be disciplined and to be consistent in the meantime. Yes, not get another girl pregnant, right? Oh, not no. to say screw it. I mean, I guess I'll just take her, you know. But yeah. I, but then the last question I'm gonna ask you both of that, both of you guys, is what about the guys who are too picky physically? Dive into that a little more. Like, what, what you mean, too picky? Who really don't have a lot of grace? Who are like, I want dark skins only. I want Latinas only. You know, who are just like, I want this certain character type only. Do you feel as though guys like that need to go on a journey to maybe not be as dogmatic, and that's what maybe is holding them back? I think it's just self-awareness. I think if, you, if they know themselves <clears throat> and and they know what they need to be the best version of themselves, then they can be as picky as they want to be. They can't complain. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. If you are actively putting yourself in that position, yeah. then you can't complain. Yeah. You know, because you have the freedom to unlock the key and get you out, out of that, you know, place. So if, if they feel like this is what I want, this is what I need, I'm not going to unwaver from that. Okay, cool. Life is what you make it. Shout out to Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life is what you make it, but just don't complain if you haven't, gotten it yet you got to be patient yeah you know you can't shame women because they not to what you right, want you know right. and I, I think you also have to be very um like you have to be very like you said self-aware and kind of lay out what are your non-negotiables like you said i'm a booze man like you, yeah, you're just yeah. like i need that mm-hmm. if that's one thing you need then that's one thing you need yeah, yeah have right it, take it now you know height may be able to fluctuate, or this may be able to fluctuate a little you can be flexible in other areas yes. but your non-negotiables Physically, we're speaking, yeah. has to be there. Mm-hmm. And I would say maybe, I mean, you don't get overly picky. Maybe yeah. what, three, five? 
maybe it's like a good amount of non-negotiables yeah, to where yeah. it's like, hey, I need these things. Yeah, you don't need 17. Yeah. Right, right. Because yeah. yeah. then yeah. I, that's saying, you're getting too picky. You got to yeah. be able to be flexible in certain areas, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that is, when you're starting like dissect every aspect of the woman's body and this and that, you're probably too picky. Yeah. You're probably too picky. And I was probably like that when I was younger. Yeah. I'm like really younger and stuff because I just, you know, obviously I didn't have nothing to kind of pull from. But as my experiences, as you start dating certain women, yeah. you realize, okay, I need this. I don't really need this so much. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's not a big deal. Um, So you kind of just kind of go through that, through yeah. your experiences. Yeah. yeah. I agree. What about you, Phil? How you feel about it? No, that's something that I think for me, it was like, um, I, I grew up. I changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I so I started my whole life as a boob guy. Then I became a, a booty guy. And then I met a girl with booty size of the North Star, but didn't have no boobs. And then, I mean, after I saw her naked, I didn't like it as much. So I was like, huh, maybe I like the other thing. <laughs> but, but what if you're a both guy? And here's what is I realized. That, is that fair? You know, I, I I gotta have both. It is what it is. And, and, and this, <laughs> both of them. This is locker. This is this is ladies. If you're watching this, <laughs> this is real locker room talk. If you mom, this is this part's not for you. Fast forward it. This is not for you. Here's what I realized. Biologically speaking, you're you're almost never both to the extremes. Here's what okay. I mean. No, here's that, what no, I mean I by that. Usually, you have. You're, you're as a woman, you have a triangle body, okay. or you have an inverted triangle body, okay. or you have a pear shaped body, or you have an hourglass body, or the worst ones is Box. SpongeBob SquarePants square bodies, right? <laughs> so you have you have these major types. Okay. <clears throat> so when you think about it, okay. <laughs> 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 you know when you really think about it. Uh, the top of a, I mean, the bottom of a triangle is larger than the bottom of an hourglass. So, okay. with that being said, if you want that much bottom, <laughs> you gotta give up. You gotta give it, it's up. It's just some like you top. said, like the um the points. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things for me is what I realized. The if I was to describe my wife is perfectly what I want. <laughs> Might have to cut this part out <laughs> between all of us in this room. But if if I was to be like wife in a not only girls who physically are more not say more attractive who fit me more than my wife is plastic surgery. That's mm. the only way you can get better because biologically speaking, you can't be that big up here and that big down there. Mm. So what I realized was I wanted. Initially, I wanted really large tops, and then <laughs> really large had smaller bottoms. Then I wanted really large bottoms, then really large bottoms, and have the top. So I realized you can't. What do you primarily need? Mm -hmm. I really need the top. What can you grow and work with? I need enough. The squats can have. And the squats, I need yeah. enough bottom. So that's when I I kind of changed and adjusted mm -hmm. to where I am today. Okay. So I think there's that. Answer, You're happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Answer the question. Yeah. Right. There is an adjustment period where you had some guys have to be biologically honest about what they like, and that's why I was telling you, every man needs to at least meet the girl that they want. 
Because sometimes mm. guys have an expectation of a girl they've never seen before. That's true. You never seen that action figure talk before. About, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, I want a girl who looks like this. And like she can you show me five girls who look like her. <laughs> and most guys, I'm like, that's plastic surgery. Yeah. That's plastic surgery. That that's not how she's naturally shaped. And so to me, you have to be realistic. And I think that comes with, you know, growing and maturing where you figure out exactly, you know, what is real in this world. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's big. I, I agree. I agree with that 100. percent Yeah, yeah. So you with you hourglass, <laughs> square pants. <laughs> I'm definitely not square. Pants. <laughs> Kick that out right now. Um, yeah, I, I would say, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of both. So I, I kind of need the hourglass. I, I think the hour. But I have, I've had the the triangle, and I've had the you know to a certain extent I had right, yeah, but yeah. um and had the inverted one. Yeah. So, but I think that that hourglass probably fits me physically. Inverted triangle or triangle? What do you like better? <sighs> Man, come on, bro. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't. I don't. Know. I'm gonna say no, no, no. I'm gonna say this, and it's to your point because we can work out, and you can get more booty and stuff like that. I'm gonna take the. Inverted triangle because you can always kind of yeah. grow. You can't just grow. Yeah, you know. In, in what about you? Size. Yeah, I would say a triangle. I'm yeah. cool with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I love the inverted too. Yeah. I love all women. Yeah. But I'm right. I'm with you. Hourglass. Hourglass. Yes. Yeah. Gotta have both. And and so what? So here's here's where we get even crazier. And man, all this stuff. I don't know if we can keep. It's a good conversation, but I don't know if we can put this out. We can put, part. man, we can put part of this on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. It's, on, it's on you guys. We can put, I, I, cool, I, I can put it out. Hey, we, we can we, put it on Patreon too. Okay, but we can good. also put it out depending on where you're going. So I'm not going to compromise myself. With with, okay. with black women. Oh, Lord. Okay. See, now it's Black History Month. <laughs> See, now we get a little With tricky. black women, I take you both. I called you guys uh, black extremists. And what I mean by that mm. is men who have the options of dating all but they will only want to marry a black woman. Yes, that's me. Is that you, Chris? I don't, I'm not sure yet. Mm. Um, but if we're going by the standard of, you know, as long as a little melanin is in there, you're black. Yeah. Then maybe like, may, you know, cause if a woman's mixed with multiple different, you know, ethnicities and cultures. I mean, stuff, would you ever that. marry a woman who has no black? I don't know. She would have to be one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And, and I think for me, it's just more like culturally would everything just work yeah. better? I, I don't know. I don't know. And so to the point that I was bringing up is that unfortunately in the black community, while I believe black women have the best bodies ever, obviously, but what happens is we lose Preach. a lot of women to obesity. So mm -hmm. I would argue that those girls who have that hourglass body that the guys really want, there's such a rare percentage of them. That's fair. They're the smallest percent, and then they usually get caught up with the athletes, the rappers, and all these other that's guys. Fair. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I, that's one thing that I've noticed, where it's just like that—that's another disconnect that happens because, unfortunately, you know, the guys who want those women—they're all kind of like competing for a very small percentage. No, that—that's I think that's extremely accurate. Yeah. Um, and and that's why it's so important, like the physical aspect of staying, you know, on point in your body is yeah. so important. And with us saying that, you know, hey, this is what we like and stuff like that, I also look at it myself too. Like mm -hmm. I want to be the best shape I am physically, yeah. so my wife can be like, 
hey, I'm 50 and I'm looking like LL Cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm still like killing it. So I want to be, I'm not going to, I don't want to say hold my wife to a standard, but I'm not going to require or want something out of my wife that I'm not willing to do myself. hundred percent. Right. So, and I, and I think there's, there's men out there yeah. that can say, oh, I'm going to want my wife to do the hourglass figure in X, Y, and Z and then look like yeah, 100%. trash. And I'm yeah. like, no, unacceptable. Yeah. So, so I think to me that always bring this back full circle. It's about demanding from others what you've already demanded from yourself. Mm. And what I love about you, what I love about Chris, what I love about all the guys, you know, that I've connected with, they do that themselves. And so I think for all the guys out there, if there's nothing wrong with desiring greatness, mm -hmm. but you also have to accept the call for greatness Facts. as a man. And I appreciate you. And I'm glad to introduce the audience to you because I really believe you're a man who has accepted that call to greatness. And who's really committed to becoming the best version of yourself every single day, man. Man, I, I really appreciate that. Like, real talk. I, I don't take that lightly. Yeah. Um, because I understand, like, you know, you don't you don't come across that like yeah. that often in general. So, like, I, I really appreciate both of y'all. Um, and just, you know, ha being open to have me like part of this, right? Yeah. And to be having an interview and to see me in those ways. Yeah. Um, because I see the same in both of y'all as well. So I, I appreciate it. You no know? problem. Yes, sir. So where can they find you at? You can find me on Crisis King ESQ. You can find me on my website, link in my bio, crisiskingesq.org, um, YouTube, The King Experience. Um, I got a whole bunch of stuff kind of working and coming out from you know the training plans to the the books to the the art. Um, and a couple of some some other things coming yeah, in the yeah, future. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll later. talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, man, just follow support. I appreciate y'all. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the roommates. You know, yes, I'm gonna sir. let them do their. Yes, <laughs> so, guys, you know, we get down. Please reach out to Chris. Let him know what about that podcast stood out to you. Give him a follow and show him some support. My name is Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. And we're joined by Chris King, the one and only. We're the roommates, and <laughs> have a great day.